Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Game Week 27 knee-jerk stream. Um, Game Week 26 is almost over. We still have one more game, which is West Ham versus... Brentford, where I have one player left, which is Hariola. Uh, I'm expecting about two or three points maximum. I don't expect any more than that. I'm sure that Ivan Tony is going to score in that game, which would be good for me for Sky Fantasy Football, not so good um, for FPL. Game me 26 has been pretty awful. I think for a lot of people, unless you had like Douglas Louise, he's done really well. Uh, who else has done well? I mean, I've got Foden. Saka, obviously, where if you captain him, brilliant. Uh, clean sheet for Wolves, Sarabia maybe. Um, otherwise, it hasn't gone great. I think my eight-point hit has broken even. In fact, I'm looking at it now. I'm wondering if it's done better than that. I took out three players that scored zero points, and I bought in. I bought in three players that got nine between them. So I'm actually I'm actually one point up on my eight-point hit, plus a couple of uh, price changes as well. So I'll um. I'll take that. Leon Bailey, yeah. Uh, people saying that they bottled the Douglas Louise captaincy. Get out of here. You were never considering captaining Douglas Louise. Let's not pretend otherwise. I, I don't... Look, maybe I did last year. I don't remember getting one question about whether or not someone should um, captain Douglas Louise. Like, fair play. Great option. Done really well again. But come on. Come on. You weren't cap You weren't thinking about captaining him. Uh, Harlan to Solanke. I own Tony and Watkins too. I wouldn't want to be selling Haaland before he plays Man United at home, to be honest. I mean, how many times over the last couple of seasons have we not captained and or removed players before they play Man United at home, specifically from Liverpool and Man City? It never goes well. Never goes well. Uh, Bowen will prove to be the right transfer in. I mean, look, I think one thing people always seem to forget is good picks can blank, right? When you bring a player in with a good fixture, it doesn't necessarily mean he's 100% going to return every single time. So yes, Huang is blanked. It happens, you know? Um, there's not much you can do about it now, apart from just get over it and wait for the next couple of... Um, wait for the next couple of games. In good news, Bruno Fernandes, who everyone laughed at, outscored Huang and De Bruyne combined. So that was a great pick. Those massive four points. Loving them. 
Yeah, Richards, brilliant, 14 points. Harry Maguire, if you had him, great too. Uh, Pau Torres, unlucky, he's now injured. We don't know how long for. Douglas Williams is such an easy move with extra fixture. Walls attack over. Yeah, come on. Look, look, there's so many hindsight takes, right? You know, the thing, they don't have to be, I don't think mutually exclusive is the right term here. Huang can be a good pick and Douglas Louise can be a good pick at the same time. It doesn't mean that everyone's going to return, right? On another day, it could be that Huang returns and Douglas Louise does it, right? And then the hindsight takes it the other way around. I think this idea that Huang was a bad pick is just nonsense, really. Like, it's one game. Like, these things happen. He may go and blank for the next four to five games. I don't think I would, um, I don't think I would regret bringing him in. Yeah, Aiden Yuri was the Wolves defender to go for if you are going to go for one. Is it worth bringing Foden in for De Bruyne? I think De Bruyne has probably got to go. The only thing I would say, well, he's probably got to go sooner rather than later, but I'd be very surprised if he doesn't start against Man United if he's fit. So, unless you want to go and get Son or someone like that, you could maybe keep him. I'm not sure this is the week to sell De Bruyne to, to Foden. I'll keep it honest. I've not put any Man United player on my FPL and Sky teams this season. Can't trust him. Look, I, I've got Fernandez. He might be sold this week. Right now, he's on the bench. So, this is my... Um, let me just find it here. This is my team for next week. So my midfield is Palmer, Foden, uh, Huang, and Saka, and I've got Fernandez on the bench. But I may well sell Fernandez to Son and bench Huang because originally when I had De Bruyne, the plan was to do De Bruyne to Son and bench Huang. So I might just sell Fernandez instead. Um. So yeah, I, I might not have Man United players in my team very long. I gotta be honest. That that Man United game was so painful to watch. Like, Man United are just not a good team. And I was sat there thinking, why have I done this to myself? Like, why have I brought a Man United player in? I mean, to be honest, the other options I considered were like Neto obviously blanked as well. Um, you know, Garnacho blanked. At least, at least Fernandez got something as well as another yellow card. He's now only two away from suspension. Buy a Liverpool defender other than Van Dijk. I wouldn't buy any Liverpool defenders. Uh, I probably wouldn't buy any at all until at least the FA Cup games are done because they might blank in 29, in which case I'd just ignore them completely. Uh, but Van Dyke's the only one I would buy right now, to be honest. All Man United games are painful to... I oh know, it, they were so bad. Like, Fulham were just... Fulham were just better. Like, it's simple as that. It's not... Like, I know sometimes when a team like Man United loses, people get frustrated because the other team doesn't get any credit. But Fulham were just good. Right, they were better in possession. They were more comfortable on the ball. They kind of knew what they were doing in attack. If Man United, and we've seen this a lot of times before, if Man United can't play like a quick ball in behind or a quick ball over the top, they just, useless is probably a bit harsh, but they just, they don't really know what to do uh, in attack. And it was, it was terrible. Wang is not a good pick who could have returned another day. He's tried. I mean... <laughs> Honestly, it's it's just total nonsense, right? You can just predict what people are going to say based on what happens in the game week. We're talking about a guy that's got 10 goals this season, right? Maybe he's overperformed a little bit, but he's not a terrible option. Anyway, I'm not going to I'm not going I'm going to try and uh not continue to take the bait from all the nonsense hindsight takes. It's difficult, but I'm going to try. Uh who would you say a walker for as he isn't starting? Um well, he might start the next game against Man United. Honestly, part of the problem with this stream is so many of the answers to the questions are difficult without the FA Cup results. Like if I was buying a defender this week, um, probably a, an Arsenal one for the next couple of games, but do you need them longer term? We'll have to wait and see. 
to be honest, any content, any content up until um, like Thursday is going to be, it's going to be a lot of caveats. I, I expect I might even, I, I might even delay some of the videos until Thursday onwards, and maybe even double upload on Thursday and Friday, possibly. Yeah, Liverpool, congratulations! Cheers for the eight Nuri tip and the deadline stream worked out for me. I mean, that, that's just another pick that had, you know, had Sheffield United gone and grabbed a guy. I didn't watch that game. I was out um, this afternoon. But had, had Sheffield United scored, then people would be sat here. I can't believe people went for Wolves defenders. They were never going to do well. Uh, surely uh, Senesi, I think it's Senesi, right? I keep saying uh, Senesi, but it's Senesi. Has to be the defender you'd buy right now. Well, he's got two, sorry. He's two yellow cards away from a suspension now. He's got eight yellow cards. When he gets to 10, it'll be a two-game suspension. So, again, I think whether you buy Senesi or you go for a different Bournemouth defender really depends on your chip strategy. So, if, so for, if, for example, you're buying him in game week 28 and he's still two yellow cards away from a suspension and you don't need him for game week 29 or you're wildcarding in 30, then maybe you would take the risk with him. But if you're someone that's buying him, they're going to free hit in 29 and needs him for game week 30, and there's a chance he could get suspended, I'd probably just go for someone else. Like, I think he seems to be the Bournemouth defender that most people wanted, but I'm not sure he's so good that it's worth taking the risk on the amount of yellow cards now. So I'd probably go somewhere else. I think um, I'm going to pronounce this name wrong as well. Uh, Bournemouth, it's, um, <laughs> it's, it's Zab. Zab. How do you say that name? Zab, Zab, Zabani? Zabani? I, I don't know how you pronounce it. Uh, I think he's been he's been nailed all season where he's played 90 minutes every single game and he's only 4.4 million. I've heard other people say it and I can't I can't recall. Zaba Zabani Zabani. So uh, do you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna listen to it on Google. Hang on. How to pronounce? Mm -mm. Yeah, I'm just gonna listen to it. This would be riveting content right now. Oh, Zabani. Zabani. Okay. Zabani. Okay. I'll, I'll try and remember that. Uh, he might be the one to go for. Um, you've got Kirkes, but is there any Bournemouth? He doesn't always play by the looks of it, so I don't know if he's a bit of a risk. Zabani. Zabani? Is that how it was? Okay. Uh, chip strategy for people without a free hit. Don't say it's team-dependent. Yeah, it's definitely team-dependent. I mean, th there's no point in asking me chip strategy questions until we get the... Zabani, Zabani. Uh, until we get the FA Cup results. I'm going to do a chip, chip strategy slash fixture video on Thursday, I think. Uh, I would, I think De Bruyne to Son, look, I'd rather have Son this week than De Bruyne, but I can see why you'd maybe want to keep Kev for Man United at home. But I just think, um, I just think with penalties, and guaranteed minutes, no injury concerns at the moment. Sonny's just the better option than De Bruyne. Adam Smith on the other wing was getting pretty far forward against City, also 4.5. I mean, is there any is there any Bournemouth fans in here? I think um I think Zab, Zabani <laughs> is the one. 4.4 million. Yeah, Kirkes is more attacking, but he's not nailed, is he? Do I think Carrius keeps his place? I would doubt it. He's um he only came in because Dubravka was ill. And it's not like he put in an amazing performance or anything like that. Is Haaland essential? Would I be able to survive without him? I mean, quite possibly you'll be able to for the next few weeks, yeah, because 
Look, I mean, Man United at home, a lot of people are going to captain Haaland this week, but you could go for... I mean, you could go for Son against Palace at home. You could maybe go for Saka against Sheffield United away as captaincy. In game week 28, almost everybody who's engaged is going to go for Solanke captain. He'll be well over 200% ownership, I think. And then in game week 29, it's quite likely that Haaland will blank. And in 30, it's, um, it's Arsenal at home. So if I didn't have Haaland and I had no easy way to get him, I'd be tempted just to hold off until game week 31. But in the meantime, he is going, you know, he's up to 14.4 million. He can still obviously do well against Man United, like more than well. City are managing De Bruyne's minutes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Huang had 10 goals from 13 shots on target. He was obviously on a purple patch. That's over now. Exactly. It was, a hundred, it was, you know, guaranteed that the purple patch would end against Sheffield United at home. How do we not know? Should I do Solanke now or wait for Nunez? I mean, Nunez wasn't even in the squad for the Carabao Cup. So, I mean, wait and see, right? Wait and see what happens in the FA Cup. Wait and see what Klopp says about him. But I'm not sure. I, I suspect Darwin to Solanke is a move you're going to make this week. Uh, missed my super chat. Watch when I sell Eshipinian this week. He will haul. It doesn't matter if he does, right? Selling Eshipinian is a good move. He's he's not nailed. He's not starting. There's no reason to hold on to him, really. Uh, you went to Western Supermare today. I hope you enjoyed it. With the benching headache, many will experience and Son and Salah potentially being back. Is it better to wildcard? I mean, it's so, like... I, I, I do understand, right? Because when you bench players that absolutely smash it, it doesn't feel great. But... The idea that you would wildcard just so you haven't got a benching headache is a bit crazy to me. Um, and Salah wasn't even in the squad for Liverpool today. So I feel like the chances of him being back for 27 and, and a definite starter are quite slim. And then again, it's Man City in 28. It's a probable blank in 29. Although I suspect Liverpool are going to rotate quite heavily in the FA Cup. So you never know. They could get knocked out. But it's a likely blank in 29. And you don't really need until 30. People criticizing He Chan Huang. It's easy to talk after the outcome. Yeah, exactly. It's always the same. It's always the same. And the same people will be nowhere to be seen if he if he does well against Newcastle. Uh, do you think Porra will be available against Palace? Uh, again, is this just going to be a stream of me saying I don't know? The, the talk was that he was going to be back for this game, but obviously we'll just have to wait and see what, what Ange says. Am I crazy if I consider triple captain in Haaland? Uh, no. I think Solanke double is probably better. If you had the money, would you do Foden to Son? I do have the money for that. Um, right now, with all the info we've got, I'm not sure I would want to be getting rid of Foden before Man United at home. But obviously, yeah, I, I just think I would keep him. E even if the FA Cup fixtures meant... Like, well, yeah. I either the results are going to mean that selling Foden soon is good or that holding on to him might be good. By the way, you don't really need to sell him before Man United at home. I think a lot of people will actually end up rolling this week. But we'll see. There could be a bunch more injuries and stuff like that yet. I mean, I would... Like, general piece of advice. And look, I am someone that sometimes goes early on transfers. I would not be making any early transfers this week. There is too much information to be gained from the FA Cup uh, matches. Way too much. Not only information, but also players could get injured in those games too. Uh, went for Douglas Louise is the better long-term option over Huang. I didn't think he was the better short-term pick. Douglas Louise is a perfectly fine pick. Like these, <laughs> I know this is FPL, right? And it's the same in football where, you know, people always like to... I mean, it's great, right? People should have an opinion on it. But, um, 
like both things can be true douglas louise can be a good pick and huang can be a good pick as well and, and sometimes in fpl the the outcome is is a lot um more brutal than that so anyone that bought douglas louise over huang good move right especially if you're not free hitting in 29 really good move and you should definitely enjoy the points i would be i'd be talking about douglas louise a lot more right now if i bought him in uh the de bruyne and bruno transfers is so unlike you i don't think it is i don't think it is unlike me at all i think people have me down as like this really conservative manager that will never take a pump but that's just not true if you've watched videos over the last few years i mean at the end of the day like it's not selling de bruyne to bruno fernandez was not some massively maverick move i sold a player that we knew was benched right who I've said many times before will not always get points off the bench. The idea that De Bruyne is so good that he's always going to return off the bench is nonsense. Um, for a player that I knew would play 90 minutes and has penalties, it wasn't really that that much of a maverick move, but I was willing to bet the points. Because like I said, I, I said six, six, seven times out of 10, it doesn't work. I'm betting that those couple of times it does work. In the end, it broke even. And I celebrated that De Bruyne yellow card like it was a goal because that meant that the hit had broken even. And that, that's the kind of game week we've just had where I haven't got many points, but I didn't lose out by bringing Bruno Fernandes in. Not yet, anyway. A lot of people say have said to me, well, now you don't have De Bruyne against Man United, so it wasn't a great move. But I was probably going to sell him anyway, I think. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one, with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I uh, don't understand what to do with the Newcastle defense. The fixtures are great, but they're leaking goals. Yeah, they're pretty terrible um, at the moment. I mean, look, no, no, um, I, I, I'm not really, I can't think of the word. Like, fair enough, you concede a lot of goals to Arsenal. They're a very good team, but generally they are conceding a lot. Um, but I think Wolves at home, if I had a Newcastle defender, I'd be okay playing them in that kind of fixture. Certainly no rush to move them on this week. I mean, they might concede again. Hopefully they do to Huang, but not a guarantee. Is it worth getting Bailey in this week for Garnacho? Uh No, I don't think there's a... Well, there's no need to make that move early anyway. Eddie Howe will be sacked. I'm not sure they'll sack him until the end of the season. 
I don't I don't think he'll get sacked anytime. Like end of the season maybe they might move on to someone else, but not now. The the Maguire Branthwaite duo coming up huge. Yeah, I know someone was talking about Branthwaite on the deadline show. I couldn't believe it when he scored. Yeah, the Newcastle defence has been terrible, but I don't know if getting rid of him is like a mad rush before Wolves at home. I mean, they'll probably concede again, but it's who are you bringing in, I guess, is the question. Uh, what am I doing with Dubravka? He's not injured, he was ill, so hopefully he'll be back. So I'm probably just going to play him against Wolves at home. But, again, I, I hate to... Uh, broken record time. I think... Um, like, the FA Cup games will play a big part if all of a sudden i'm definitely free hitting in 29 which right now looks quite likely and Dubravka's out i might even just take a hit to get neto in this week and then just have him ready for the double next week uh the willett goal killed me it did yeah that double arsenal clean sheet would have been really nice and again like they were incredible they conceded uh 0.16 expected goals in that game the arsenal defense is, is just ridiculous at the moment and i'm more than happy to keep playing playing them especially this week against Sheffield United away. I mean, my back line this week is Saliba, Gabriel, Sheffield United away, and Bradley, Nottingham Forest away. I love the look of that. Connor Bradley, by the way, played right wing for a lot of the game today. I don't know if that's going to happen in game week 27, but with the amount of injuries that Liverpool have got, it's possible. I mean, worst case scenario, he plays right back and obviously attacks from that position instead. Um... Mad Men at work. Who to transfer in for Jota today as I'm losing value, Diaz or Son? I mean, if you have to make it today, I would go Son. Because whether or not you free hit in 29, he's a good option. Good fixtures before 29, good fixture afterwards as well. Uh, he started his career at right, right wing. He did indeed. Or at least, well, I, I learned that today from commentary. Uh, annoying no Salah in the Cups today. I was set up nicely to get him in for Foden. I... I I said this to someone on Twitter the other day when I bought Fernandez in. They said you can't get Salah. I do have the money to do Fernandez to Salah or Son. But, I mean, Salah's going to be a no-go, I suspect. Would you keep Newcastle defence on wildcard 27? Uh, I suspect not. But I won't think too much about wildcard 27 until later this week, probably. I mean, it's, I possibly would because of the fixtures. But if there's any other defenders from a better, like a better team, a, a team that where their defense is better, I would, I would obviously much rather pick them. But it all depends on where the, the doubles and stuff will lie. Because if they, if Newcastle blank in 29, they'll have a double later on. Although it's probably going to be Brighton at home and Palace away. It's not that great. But they have got some nice-ish home fixtures before the end of the season. They've still got to play Sheffield United at home, Burnley away, uh, West Ham at home, Everton at home. I don't know. I, I think right now I probably wouldn't go for Newcastle defence, but I'm still open to, <laughs> to uh, going through that misery and pain if the fixtures and doubles and stuff are, are correct. What is the possible FA Cup uh, result scenario that makes you use the wildcard in 27? I think I, I would need to have a think about it, but one, obviously injuries and stuff. I mean, I've got, I've got, I've also got Bruno Fernandes now to deal with. Um, and my defence doesn't look great, by the way, for game week 30. It's really bad. And I suspect the big teams going out, like if Liverpool lost in the FA Cup and all of a sudden they've got Forest away this week and then Everton away in 29 and good fixtures from 30, then maybe I would want to get them in. But I, I think as it stands, I'm more likely to free hit 29. I, 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 but I will just wait until Wednesday evening to decide. 
What about wildcard game week 30 and build a team around the game week 29 for the blanks? That could absolutely work if your team is well set up for that. But like I've said last week, for my team, I've only got three players that definitely play in 29. It's just there's just too many other transfers to sorry, there's not enough transfers to get to a position where I can dead end my team in 29. Is bench boost viable? Will there be a better chance? I mean, it obviously depends on your bench, right? I mean, there'll be there'll probably the biggest double will probably be in game week 37. Although I saw Ben talking about um the other day that if certain results go or certain results happen, it's possible that game week 34 could be the bigger the bigger double game week. If that happened, a lot of people might wildcard 33 and bench boost 34. So there will be other opportunities to bench boost. It doesn't necessarily mean they'll be better for your team, though. If you've got a really good bench over the next couple of weeks, I'd be tempted to use it before a wildcard and then not have to worry about it later on. How many double game weeks am I planning for game week 28? Well, I've got Solanke and Doughty, and I'll probably add one or two more. I don't see me I don't see me adding any Luton players other than Doughty. When I was originally thinking about going through game week 29 without a free hit, I was looking at Haaland to Adebayo or maybe Morris in game week 28. Especially if they play in 29. But because of the way my team is set up now, I don't think that's going to be an option. So I suspect I might bring in Neto and maybe another defender. The thing is about um the thing about a Bournemouth defender is they've got Everton at home in game week 30. Now, it's not an easy fixture, right? Everton could definitely score in that game. But most of my defense is pretty bad that week. So having a Bournemouth defender for their great double and that game week 30 could be quite nice. Please include what to do without a free hit on Thursday's video. Yeah, I'll try and cover everything, but no promises. I usually forget something. What happens in game week 29? Where have you been? Basically, in game week 29, any team that gets through the next round of the FA Cup will blank, and so will their opponents. Uh, Harry, how's it going? Huang Bayer, just like everyone else, though. So that, it doesn't matter. We're all in the same boat. And Chelsea fan. Yeah, I did enjoy Chelsea losing today. I didn't re like, it's one of those matches where you don't really want either team to win. Um, and I probably should want Liverpool to lose more, but it's also kind of nice seeing Chelsea not win after all that money spent. Not that Man United um, are shy from spending money. The person with the highest score this week in FPL used the bench boost. Nice. <laughs> Douglas Louise is seventh for most points this season by him, so he stops falling. That is mad. Seventh, is he really? Like, out of all players, are just midfielders. 130 points. One, two, three, four, five. Wow, yeah, he's the seventh highest scorer. He has made me look like a right idiot. He can't continue. He can't continue. He probably will continue. Anyway, I the thing is, every because of stuff I said about Douglas Louise like a month or two ago, every time he scores, I get loads of tweets saying, "Oh, there you go, it's Douglas Louise." But I've said recently, I think he's fine. I, mean, I got it wrong. I mean, if you if you're not free hitting in twenty nine, great option. I did say I'd probably still go for Bowen. That's I just can't talk myself into going for a midfielder with such bad stats. But I don't think he's a bad bad option. Two open play goals from Douglas Louise the week. A lot of the community buy him is peak FPL. Yeah, same as um, same as Huang blanking when like it feels like every other person that hasn't bought Douglas Weeds buys him instead. How can you hate Klopp? Why have you written in caps? How can you hate Klopp? When did I say I hated Klopp? Did I hear Gary Neville? I I really like Gary Neville's line: "Klopp's kids versus the blue billion pound bottle jobs." I thought it was great. 
great commentary. I know a lot of people don't like it, especially Chelsea fans, but you you might appreciate it in a day or two. It's just how teams are set up at the moment. Douglas Suiz has been a treasure to have, just like Cole Palmer. Yeah, look, again, I don't know how many more times you want me to say it. Like, I've already said I got it wrong with him, and he's a pretty good option. Penalties, guaranteed minutes. I mean, I said last week I preferred him to Leon Bailey, right? So I'm not completely anti-Douglas Louise. Oh, I tell you what hasn't come up yet, or at least I've missed the question. What do people think about the disallowed goal for, for Liverpool? Because at the time, I thought it was a bit ridiculous. And I think, now I've had a bit of time to think about it, I still think, it was a li- I think, I still think it's a bit crazy that a goal like that gets ruled out because it feels like there's a lack of consistency. But I also kind of get it. Like he was blocking Carwell. Would Carwell have got to that ball? Possibly. But but I I also get the kind of counterpoint that that kind of thing happens all the time, and it never gets dealt with. Or or if it does get dealt with, it only happens every now and then. It's the consistency I think people get fed up with. Like the VAR is there to to point out these really minor things, and then it's kind of got to do it all the time. So I I thought it's a bit yeah I wasn't I wasn't completely sure about that. It felt a bit harsh I think. Uh, Leeds masterclass at Stamford Bridge against Leggy Blues to make us regret not going Bailey or Doug Moore. Well, if Leeds have a match, like Leeds winning will be will be fantastic for a lot of FPL managers. I mean, the more upsets there are, so it's it's, it's interesting actually because yeah, it's kind of interesting for FPL because like some people will be really wishing that Leeds win because. If they do, you'll have loads... The Arsenal and Chelsea players you've got will then play in 29, so you won't have to use a chip. And I get that, right? It's also probably less of a headache to have to think about as well. But I think what you've got to realise is the more more FA Cup upsets that happen, the less blanks they are, which also means the less, or the fewer, I should say, uh, the fewer double game weeks there will be later on as well. And the less chaos there is, the more chips will be used in similar weeks. Like right now, people are talking about wildcard 27, wildcard 28, wildcard 30, wildcard 31, possibly wildcard 35. Some people are free hitting in 29, some people aren't. If Chelsea end up losing, a lot of people will suddenly have two to four extra players in 29. And that just shifts free hit and means a lot of people just use it in 34 or 37 instead. So you, you kind of want more chaos especially against people that have already used chips and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, don't get me wrong. If Leeds win, then all of a sudden, I, I haven't got three players that are playing in 29. I've got seven. And suddenly, things change a little bit. But, um, yeah, I'm not sure who I want to win that. I mean, I get, again, it would be nice. It's nice to see Premier League teams go out, especially uh, especially when, like, obviously, Man United aren't doing well in the league and stuff. But Man United could be one of the teams that get knocked out to Nottingham Forest. I think the odds are that Chelsea will still win, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't start counting on your Chelsea and Arsenal players playing in 29. But look, Chelsea have just played extra time. That's going to take it out of them a little bit. I'll tell you one thing on Chelsea. First thing, I'll be positive. Cole Palmer's really good. I don't know if he had his best game today, but he's really good. And I think when they spent that much money on you know, a second string, I don't know why I'm doing that because he kind of was, a second string Man City player. I think there was a lot of kind of question marks about it, but he's really good. But the drop-off with players like Madueke and um, Mudrick is massive. Like, their decision-making is is terrible. 
Like in that in that extra time, Madueke, the amount of bad passes he played, and Mudrick, I, I still think the amount of time, like it's like Anthony, he's terrible too, Man United. Um, but Cole Palmer's excellent, and I keep thinking because I've got I've half got the Euros on my mind. I think that's another English player, Cole Palmer, who's just great, and we can just we don't even have to play him. We've got that many options. Gallagher was really good as well. I thought. Neville is not a professional pro pundit or co-coms guy. He's just a troll at this point. And for the record, I loathe Chelsea. I thought it was a great line. I, I, I do get why people want like professional, neutral commentators, but I actually kind of like it when they're a little bit not, when they are a little bit biased. Now, and it's easy for me to say because I'm a Man United fan and I like Gary Neville. Um, but it's like when I've seen people complain in the past about having like, like people on commentary for England games that are just like too passionate or stuff. I, I don't know. I just, I like that little bit of bias every now and again. Don't get me wrong, right? If, if, if it was Man United versus Liverpool and Carragher was, was going mad because he's a Liverpool player, etc. I, I might not think that, but I thought that line from Neville was quite good in the circumstances. Thought you were not an agenda driven creator, but all those tweets against Chelsea were not fair. Sorry, but you lost a viewer today. I mean, that's all well and good, but you're literally watching right now. Um, all those tweets against Chelsea. Well, I don't know how I'm going to sleep tonight. I don't know how I'm going to sleep. Uh, I try not to worry about other people and maximize my points, and no chaos makes that better for me. Yeah, but I think I think what you got to remember is no chaos will make it better for you, but it'll also make it better for everyone else. Like obviously, if Leeds win, for example, in the FA Cup, if Leeds win in the FA Cup, then it's going to help a lot of people, right? Am I worried that De Bruyne is going to smash Man United as an FPL manager and United fan? I mean, I already know that Man City are going to smash Man United. Like, you, you just, you come to accept these things, really. So I, I, I wouldn't say I'm worried because I know it's going to happen. I think it'd be a bit different if I thought Man United were playing well and there was a chance and I'm a bit worried about the embarrassment. But, I mean, if, if Man City went and scored four goals at home against Man United, I don't think it would be... Like I don't think any no one would be shocked, right? Start my new job tomorrow. Uh, good luck. Working in security. Your streams and videos will be great for the 2.30 p.m. to 10 p.m. shifts. Nice. Enjoy them. Uh, someone said you can be too you shouldn't be too biased or something on commentary. I, I, I get it, right? I do get it. But like I don't it's not like Gary Neville was. But what did he say that was so wrong, really? Klopp's kids. Yeah, there was a lot of kids on from Liverpool. And I, and I understand, I got a few replies saying the Chelsea team was younger. I get it, right? It wasn't all kids. But they had a lot of players on that most people who aren't Liverpool fans would have never would never have heard of. And he said the blue billion pound bottle jobs. I mean, in some ways they did bottle it, right? They had more experience. They had a few, well, a good few experienced players on there. Definitely a better bench. Like, what was really wrong with what he said? Bottle jobs may be in the circumstance a little bit harsh, but I think I think most other people were thinking about it. I saw loads of tweets from Chelsea fans saying, you know, this is on us for sitting back, etc. Uh, which players am I targeting for the doubles? So, yeah, we should probably talk about some FPL, right? Um, Neto. I mean, the main, main ones would be Neto, Zabani, and Tavernier, maybe. I, I, I saw Man City Bournemouth. Um, Tavernier, he is going to be that FPL player that he's going to get chances, but he's going to really frustrate. And like, I wouldn't be surprised if he walks away from the double with like a 15-pointer. 
But I also wouldn't be surprised if it's just two blanks. I also think with his minutes, I'm not completely convinced about him. Because Bournemouth are not a team that have to play two games in quick succession that often. And he does often get subbed early. So I'm I'm not sure I'm not sure I'm gonna go for him. I mean it depends which midfielder I have to get rid of. But, I mean as it stands, I probably wouldn't want Tavernier ahead of any of my midfielders apart from maybe Fernandez, I guess. Uh he's better I've done that one. Play Huang or Palmer. I would play Palmer over Huang, I think. Uh, and play the risky Moreno or Diaz. I mean, will Moreno start again? Possibly. I'd probably risk him against Luton. Uh, bench Tony or Bowen or Palmer this week. So Tony's got Chelsea at home. I, I don't think I would bench Tony on penalties, to be honest. Um, I'd probably bench... Who's, who have West Ham got? Oh, Bert... No, wait, wait, that's the game at 28, isn't it? West Ham have got an away game, haven't they? Everton away. I'd probably bench Bowen, I think, out of those. So much adversity today, it's just a game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, are we talking about FPL? Are we talking about the Carabao Cup final? Uh, James, thank you very much for coming in a member. Appreciated. Why am I ignoring uh, Senesi? Just because of the yellow card situation. But look, I have to keep saying this. Like, I might end up wildcarding 30 and take the risk with him. It depends how... I think which Bournemouth defender I buy will depend on... How long I need to keep that Bournemouth defender for? Um, if we look at Zamani is on, I must be pronouncing it right because no one's pulling me up on it every time I say it. He's on four yellow cards, whereas Senesi is on eight. Man City would definitely not embarrass Man United because they are also not in good form. I don't know if you've seen Man United and Man City play. I mean, the whole Man City aren't in good form. Like that will come back to bite you. Thanks for the stream. Love the New York stream. It's just therapeutic. As for Gary Neville comments, take it from an Arsenal fan and having to listen to Bias Man United Sky commentators, he is one of the better. Yeah, I like Neville and Carragher. Um, and again, like it's always different when it's against your team, but I kind of like that they're not they're not perfect. Like they they are fans, and I kind of like that. But I also get how it gets annoying, right? I, sometimes I get so bored as a, like I don't get bored. In, in the right context, right? Like, if it, if it's a stick to football or, or whatever, I think it's great. But I do sometimes get bored when it's like there's a game on TV and it's like Sky or BT. And it's like, oh, back when we played for Man United and then we had Keane, and uh, I, I, like that gets a bit boring. I can understand why people don't like that. But I think generally, I like that Carragher and Neville are kind of commentators, but also still fans and they're not perfect. I think they're both pretty good. Senesi, uh, I keep I keep almost going for the the other pronunciation. Uh, also got four yellows in the last five. Ooh, not good, not good. Has three four three overtaken the three five two as the formation for FPL this season? It has at the moment, but things can change. I think the thing was it was only pro Liverpool commentary rather than anyone vaguely for Chelsea. Uh, well, yeah, obviously Carragher is definitely pro Liverpool. Um, yeah, I do think they gave they they gave Chelsea credit at times for sure. I think Gallagher, Palmer, um, there was times when Chelsea were on top, and I, and I don't think they were kind of negative about that or anything. But yeah, maybe they stuck the boat boot in too far, and maybe um, maybe Chelsea fans aren't happy about it. But look, tomorrow everything will feel better. Tempted to captain Saka over Harden, knowing Man United will get slapped. 
Okay, I'm not going to read that. <clears throat> that's re just, just, I would say, that's really not a great way of putting it, to be honest. Uh, is Pau Torre's injury bad? We don't know. Um, the latest on him is, let me just look it up. Uh, I need to try and find... I can't find what was said about him. I think, I think Unai Emery said there was something in the back of his leg, maybe. And they have to um, like scan it and they don't know. Oh, yeah. He had some pain, so that's why we needed to change him. He has a small pain down the back of his leg. Hopefully, he's not injured, but we decided not to take the risk with him. I guess he has been out recently, right? So maybe they just didn't like they wanted to manage him. We will scan him. I think he's not really. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I think he's not really injured, I guess that is, because he finished the first half. So he might be okay. Um, and I guess for most people, you probably don't need him again until 29. I mean, this week would be good, looting away. But it's not the end of the world if he's if he misses that and he's back for twenty nine. Uh, what teams are blanking in game with twenty seven? No teams are blanking in twenty seven. Mike Dean explaining the disallowed goal more of a goal than not. Then change it to maybe chalk it off. Yeah, I, I, I referees on commentary. I'm not up for that. You just don't need it whatsoever because they they don't provide any insight. They they basically. They basically wait to see what's going to happen on the pitch and just like kind of, um, and just go with that, right? And, and uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't like referees on, on um commentary at all. They should get, they should scrap that. I, sh I just don't really get the point. I, I, I have to apologise to uh to Drury as well because um oh does, it says blank game week in the title of the the stream. Let me uh, edit that. Sorry, it's because I always um, I always just copy the title from the last one, so sometimes I forget to take out the blank or the double. So apologies for that. I've gotten rid of it now. Um, yeah, I have to apologize to Drury because um, I thought he said no. There's no Canate, even though he was right there. But he said though. He said something like though Canate. So I got it completely wrong. Tweeted about it twice as well. What an idiot. We need a wildcard uh, video in 28 without Haaland. Yeah, I, I tend to do wildcard videos when a lot of people are going to wildcard. So we'll see. If I, get an, if I get the kind of thought that a lot of people are going to go in 28, then I might do it. On an FPL question, I have Eshpinian. I can safely bench him, but do I grasp the, net, grasp the nettle and take a minus four to get rid of him? Only if you haven't got three good defenders you can play instead. Uh, will there be a game week 29 wildcard draft? No chance because people, not many people will wildcard in 29, I don't think. But look, again, the FA Cup results might change that, but I highly doubt it. There'll be a lot of blanks in 29. There'll be a free hit video in 29. Almost certainly. Uh, bench Douglas Louise or Bowen next week. Um, so Bowen is away to Everton and Douglas Louise is away to Luton. I'd probably play Douglas Louise, I think. Which sounds a bit crazy to me. I don't know. Maybe if Pakatar's back and West Ham look a little bit better, I might change that. But um, probably play Douglas Louise. I bought Tavernier. Was that a mistake? Uh, no, not necessarily. When should I get Salah back? I mean, let's wait and see when he's fit first. If you could change it for free, would you prefer double Arsenal defence or, or switch it to double attack? Um, I think I would rather have, right now still, double Arsenal defence because there's not a huge amount of great defenders at the moment. and. As much as they just conceded against Newcastle, 
The underlying numbers are brilliant. They're both playing. They've got good goal threat as well. I know it was an own goal, but Gabriel came close to scoring again. Um, and look, I think Odegaard's fine, but there's a lot of midfielders at the moment. Like I've got Palmer, Foden, Huang, Saka, and Fernandez. Fernandez could be Son. Like, do I really need Odegaard in place of any of those players? No. But I think with the defense, I am really happy with Gabriel and Saliba, and I don't think I need anyone else. That being said, cut to game week 30, and I might have a different opinion because the fixtures are going to get a bit tougher for the defensive returns, especially in game week 30 itself against Man City. But um, I think generally, I think generally I've got, the, I would say right now I've got the best triple up for Arsenal, Saka, Gabriel, Saliba, in my opinion. It doesn't mean that any, it doesn't mean that someone with Saliba or Gabriel or White plus Saka and Odegaard is, is bad. Of course not, right? They're good options, but I think this triple up has been good, and I think it will continue to be for the next couple of weeks. Uh, if Leeds beat Chelsea, which I expect they will, I'll have three Arsenal players for twenty nine. No need to free hit. Uh, yeah, you and everyone else. To be honest, uh, I'm also expecting Blackburn to beat Newcastle. I mean, you never know. You never know. I, I mean, another bit of general advice, other than other than don't make early transfers unless you absolutely have to, is try not to try try and switch off from FPL a bit if you can this week up until Wednesday. Because until we get all the FA Cup results, and most of them are on Wednesday, there's no major decisions you can make anyway, to be honest. Uh, you kind of regret holding on Richarlison. Um, I, I don't think you should regret it. I think there's every chance he continues to be a good pick next couple of weeks. Uh, do I regret... Oh, sorry. Am I going to keep Huang Hee-chan for now? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you put FPL away or is it always on your mind? I, I'd say... I wouldn't say it's like 100% always on my, my mind, but it's on my mind a lot. But I don't mind that though, to be honest. Like, I went out uh, today. We did a bit of shopping. We had some lunch. Went into town. Drove back. I, I checked... The result. Uh, I checked the Wolves game maybe once or twice. And that was it. Like, I wasn't on my mind the whole <laughs> the whole time Wolves were playing. Like has Huang scored, so I can switch off. And I do tend to switch off a lot during breaks now. Like June, I won't think about FPL at all. Maybe, maybe a little bit, especially when we get to the end of June and it's coming back in July. But when England are on in the in the Euros, whatever really. I think it's hard to completely switch off because I'm also obviously just interested in football in general. So I'm kind of keeping on top of that. I mean, it's like when someone says, how long do your videos take? Like the actual video doesn't take that long, but part of that is because I'm always looking at FPL stuff outside of the video time, right? Like th how long will Thursday's video about the FA cup results take? I mean, to set it up and record it, probably not um, a huge amount of time. But also, I would have thought about it a lot the night before, and I've probably discussed it with people as well. So it's hard to um, it's hard to put a number on number on it. But I do try and switch off. Like I, I've said this a lot now. The more I do FPL, and the older I get, like the breaks, I love it. So the next international break, like for the first week, I, I won't do much FPL stuff. And and I. I, I this is going to sound weird, but I really appreciate that not many people watch videos that first week of the international break because it means I'm not pressured to do them. Uh, Martin, bench Huang, Douglas Louise, Richarlison or Foden. Um, Richarlison's got Crystal Palace at home. I would probably bench Huang out of those, I think. Uh, do I watch much European football? Almost, like Honestly, almost never. Not European leagues. Champions League, yeah, I'll watch some of that. 
But I don't, I don't generally watch La Liga or Bundesliga or anything like that. I mean, I watched the Dortmund game end of last season when they um, could have won the league and didn't. And I suspect if um, Leverkusen are close to doing that, I'll watch that towards the end. But not really. I just, I, I just, I just wouldn't even fit the time in. And like, I love football. I have done for like, I mean, forever almost, like since I was very young and I played it and watched it. But um, I do like other stuff as well, mostly video games. Uh, so what's that one there? Oh, I switch off after the stream until your final thoughts. Usually, still tuning on podcasting car. Yeah, I don't blame people for that either. Huang he wasn't him today. It happens. It happens. I th- I think I think sometimes that's what makes like a really good FPL manager is they can just um they can just ignore when a bad outcome happens. And look, I get it right. There's lots of people watching that think Huang was a bad pick, right? And and they thought that before this game. That's absolutely fine. I saw lots of people saying about Sheffield United low block, etc. He's not very good. That's absolutely fine. But a lot of people who bought him in, like the really the really good manager will just not give it a thought that he blanked. Like it's frustrating, of course it is, right? But you just move on and you just continue to try and make good decisions and you hope they pay off. And sometimes they will and sometimes they won't. <laughs> Andy promises to spend less time with his family and upload videos every day if he hits 400k. I'd love to hit 400k before the end of the season, but I don't want to keep I know I talk about subs a lot. I don't want to keep banging on about it too much. It would be nice before the end of the season. And then, then it's like the push for half a million, which would be a pretty cool number to hit, and, and quite ridiculous, really. All right, let me see if there's any more questions we haven't already answered. I've, I've talked a lot about um, Senesi, for example. I mean, the question about if I had the money, would I do Foden to sign? I've answered a couple of times already. Uh, is King Praz free-hitting in 29? Uh, he's setting up to not free-hit in 29, but honestly, like... You know, go and follow James, Ben, etc. for fixture predictions. But I, I honestly think Praz is one of the best people to um, interpret what those fixtures mean once we've got the information. I mean, Praz is great for different chip strategies and stuff like that. So right now, I'm sure if you ask Praz what his plan is, it's probably not to free hit in 29. But I guarantee you if the fixtures fall a certain way and all of a sudden free hit 29 is better or what early wildcard is better, he'll, he'll do it. Right? He's not, he's not stubborn like that. Uh, is Estepinian a hard sell now? Uh, yes, but obviously, if, again, if you've got three other good defenders, you can bench him. Like you could just do that instead. How many upsets would need to happen this midweek for you to not play a chip in twenty nine? Okay, so I've got three players that play in twenty nine. I've got uh, a trans. I've got three more transfers until twenty nine. Right, one in twenty seven, twenty eight, and twenty nine. So that's another six players. So only one or maybe two upsets could be enough. Sorry, I haven't heard you. Yeah, I've got. I said I've got the money to do Foden to Son and. I've got the money to do Fernandez to Son as well. I've got the money to do it to Salah as well. Any favorite video games? Uh, well, in a couple of days, I'm going to buy the new Final Fantasy VII. Um, otherwise, honestly, <laughs> this is, to some of you, this will not be surprising because I'm an absolute nerd who, I mean, I literally talk about FPL for a living, right? It doesn't get much nerding in that. But I'm playing a lot of World of Warcraft at the moment, which I haven't done for a very long time. But I kind of got back into it. So if anyone wants to carry me, carry me through some Mythic Plus, let me know. And if you don't know what that means, you're probably better off. Give you an option if you can't get Saliba and already have Gabriel. I would say no, because once Tommy Asu and Zinchenko and that are back, there's too much rotation there. Uh, retail, yeah, not classic. Uh, I haven't played Season of Discovery that much. I've thought about streaming it. Honestly, I have. I might, I might do that. 
because I think I could I think I could play that for a bit on stream. I think FIFA gets too too much pressure playing FIFA. Uh, what was my job before FPL? Uh, working at EA. I actually was like a community manager for FIFA on the forums. EA Andy on FIFA forums. That was me. Uh, I bought Edison three game weeks ago. He's got 27 points. I know. And this is the thing, right? Imagine all those times over the last couple of seasons when I've bought in Edison and people have laughed and he's only a two or a six pointer. People have got him now. He's absolutely smashing it every single week. I think I'm done trying to stream FIFA. I just don't think I enjoy it enough. Too much pressure. I think I think I could only... I think to stream FIFA, you've got to be quite good at it. And I'm not that. I think I need a more chill game. Hunter main. Uh, no priest. Holy priest. Although I'm quite liking um, Demon Hunter tank as well. What was the oddest complaint people had when you worked at EA? I don't know about Oddis, really. Uh, I mean, people complain about absolutely everything. I did, <laughs> I did, I did used to like not troll people, but like FIFA people. In a roundabout way, I'd basically say you need, you probably should just get better at the game. It's probably, it's probably, there's probably not an issue with the game. You're probably just not as good as you think you are. I, I don't stream anywhere, by the way, not yet. If I did, it would probably be on Twitch, but I don't, I don't really stream at all apart from uh, FPL. Am I religious? Uh, not really. No. Lots, lots of non-FPL questions coming out here. I've probably got to go soon because I need to upload this for podcasts. Although anyone that's got to this point of the podcast is thinking, why am I still listening? Talking about World of Warcraft, FIFA, EA, religion. Okay. Um, last couple of questions. Huang or Richardson? Who to play? Play Richardson. Regulon versus Chelsea. So far, Everton or Doughty Villa? <sighs> I think I would go for Doughty, maybe. No, I don't know, because they could get smashed, couldn't they? Villa is such a good attack. I think I would go Doughty, though. Sal Palm or Richarlison? That's going to be an easier question to answer uh, in, on Thursday. See you Wednesday for the wildcard action. I may, I may, well, may well wildcard. Luton options for the double. Doughty, Kaminsky. Maybe Barkley, but I just don't think many people want to sell midfielders at the moment. And then possibly Morris or Adebayo if he's fit. Okay, I'm going to leave it there. Um, thank you very much for watching and listening. I can't believe you made it this long without saying Pashtapinian. What a, what a great pun that was. Which character class would, would each of your start 11 be in WoW? <laughs> We're not going to get into that. We're not going to get into that. Um, oh, can I read it? Did I miss a super chat? Uh, let me have a look here. Uh, oh, I'm wildcard in 27. Any must-buy players? I'll tell you on Thursday. Um, I can't. Well, I can't tell you right now. Um, Son would almost certainly be in my team no matter what. Probably Saka as well. But let's get the let's get the fixtures on on Wednesday evening and talk about it again on Thursday. Bench one: Son, Foden, Saka, Bailey, or Diaz? Probably Diaz. Um, yeah, probably Diaz. Yeah. Out of those, although I thought he looked really good against Chelsea at times today, he it was obviously clearly knackered by the end. But fair play, he played the whole game, didn't he? It looked very threatening, especially first half. I'd say. Are we all benching Cole Palmer? I'm probably going to play him. Right, I'm leaving it there. Thank you very much for watching. If you ha if you're on YouTube, hit subscribe, hit that like button. If you're listening on podcast, rate five stars. I'll probably be back tomorrow with another video, but um, I don't know how many more after that until Thursday. We'll see. I'll see how, see how I'm feeling. See if there's enough to talk about. Uh, anyway, enjoy the rest of your Sunday and I'll catch you later. Sports Social Podcast Network.